Hi, this is Sharon and welcome to Getting Unstuck. I'm a spiritual coach, medium, intuitive, and tarot reader. I'll have weekly guests with inspiring stories of how they went from stuck to unstuck. My hope is this podcast helps you get unstuck so you can begin living the life you've always dreamed of. Hi everyone, it's Sharon and welcome to Getting Unstuck. Today I have a wonderful friend named Elaine Jansen on the show and I'm super excited to have her here. She's a massage therapist in Salem, Connecticut. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, so um, I am a massage therapist and I've been doing that as well as Reiki for about 26 years because I was a teacher and wasn't finding a job. And so I walked into the massage school and, and it felt like home right away. And at the same time, I started taking Reiki, which is a um, energy, energy healing technique. And Reiki literally means universal life force. So basically, I am a channel for the life force that we're all made out of. And so I allow that energy to come through me and go in directly to whoever I'm working with. And they will, um, it, their higher self, in whatever form they believe that to be, will assimilate that energy and bring it to wherever they need it to be. So that could be in the physical body, the emotional body, or the spiritual body, or in some other way affecting their chakras, energy meridians. And since then, I've become a Holy Fire Three Karuna Reiki Master. And all that means is that I've studied with several different teachers, learning different techniques, and become uh, the have the now ability to teach others how to do how to do Karuna Reiki, and um, Karuna Reiki also includes some chanting and different symbols that allow the energy to become more specific and more powerful. And then I'm also an energy therapy coach, and uh, what I do there is I will speak one-on-one -on -one with a person. Typically, I am working mostly with women these days, but men are also um, welcome to join in. Uh, I just tend to attract more women to my business. Uh, so with energy therapy coaching, we work one-on-one. -on -one. I ask a lot of questions as I'm sending my client energy to release blocks. And so it's similar to talk therapy, except that I am not a therapist and I do not claim to be. And I often refer my clients to licensed therapists. But the beautiful thing is that we can work with the energy patterns that come up as we're talking and um, releasing those so that people can reach their greatest potential. And then the, the other thing that I do is hypnosis. And many people are introduced to uh, hypnotism through movies or comedy shows. And so the idea of hypnotism sometimes is a little scary or, you know, you think of it as a joke. But what I do is completely different in that. I'm working, again, one-on-one -on -one with people or in a group to reach a goal. 
And that goal is always set by the client, not by me. And so we'll do an intensive interview to decide exactly what it is that you as a client will want. And then as we go, we relax you with um, a nice setting, relaxing words, relaxing music, your, your subconscious mind is allowed to come forward. Similar to like driving and all of a sudden you're, you don't realize like, how did I get here? It's like that. So hypnosis brings you to that state where you're so relaxed, you're not really paying attention to what's happening around you. Allows the subconscious mind to come forward and the subconscious mind is that part of you that keeps your blood pumping all day. It keeps your blood cells reproducing. It keeps your breath going in and out without you having to think about it, even blinking. And so those thought patterns can sometimes be on automatic as well. And so with hypnosis, we can redirect thought, thought patterns so that your higher personality can come through without being stuck in those with those barriers that you may have put on yourself or you may have gotten in childhood or even before you were born, if you believe in past lives. Wow. So you're a busy woman. Yes. I, I want to ask you about massage therapy. And, and maybe the question could be along the lines of your energy work too, but tell me what the body tells you. When you're massaging someone, do you, do you, I mean, you've had 26 years of experience touching bodies, massaging bodies. They must speak to you in some way. Because I know you, you can find that spot that hurts. I've been on your table. <laughs> Sometimes that's not pleasant. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... I do think that one of my superpowers is finding the area where the block or the pain lies. And so what I will do is as I'm working, I, my hands tell a story of what's going on in your body. And then my intuition tells another story of how sometimes, not always, but how this um, discomfort got there. Uh, so as I'm working on you, I, you may come in saying, my shoulder really hurts. But as I'm working on you, I may realize that it comes from a spot in the middle of your back, right behind your heart. And I may feel sadness or anger. Uh, and as we release the muscle tissue, our muscles, our bodies hold on to memories. They hold on to everything that's ever happened to us from the time we were in the womb all the way to now and so you may have had a heartache in seventh grade and you didn't notice it but that heartache has carried forward and it didn't just carry forward as heartache but then you know in another relationship you may have been um, hurt again in a different way or your teacher may have said something that hurt your feelings and it builds up and it builds up and then a whole lot of hurt is stuck in that spot where you hold your tension. And so as we go in and release the fibers, that emotion sometimes can be released as well. Which and is why, actually, I'm sorry, I was going to say, which is why I've had many experiences of wanting to cry or crying on your table because, and it seems like, wow, she's just, you know, massaging a muscle. Why am I feeling so emotional? But it's that release that's happening that you're talking about. 
Yeah. yeah. So the body says a lot. The body can tell you a lot. It is a map. Is it the same experience for you when you're doing energy work? Now, is energy work above the body or are you physically touching the body as well? It depends. You know, there are times when my hands will be gently on the body, but not moving like massage, not manipulating the tissue, just gently laying on the body or, or above. Or I may be like three or four feet uh, away working on the energetic field around the body. Um, and energy work can be done distally as well. I could be here in Connecticut working on someone in California and it would be just as strong because energy is, um, you know, as we've learned in quantum physics, it's, it's, uh, infinite. And we're all connected, right? We're all connected. Yeah. So yeah, it's energy is the same way that as with the muscular system, the energetic body also tells a story and there are, there are areas sometimes that get stuck that have to be released. Then there are other areas that might feel almost as if it's like a little bit of a void. And so we fill it up. Um, And again, a lot of times people will release a lot of emotion as I'm working on them. It doesn't always happen. You know, some people are afraid to let their emotions go. You don't have to worry. Whatever is for your highest good will occur. Um, and the and the beautiful thing, too, about energy work is many people get nervous. They think it's associated with some type of religion. or And it's really not. It's all about love. It really feels like love is just pouring through me directly into the person that I'm sending it to. That is beautiful, Lainey. I know. I think some people get an association with like woo-woo, new age stuff, or maybe even culty stuff, but I'm the same way in my office with my clients. It's pure love 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And some people, I think they may feel like energy. What does that, what does that mean? But energy is palpable. You could walk into the break room at work and there could be two people in there just leaving the room and you could feel like, oh my God, what went down in this room? Like you can still feel the energy and that's really all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, You know how you walk into, sometimes you might walk into a store or a home and you may be like, I don't think I want to be here. Or it may feel like the warmest, most comfortable place you've ever been in. And you're just like, yes. Exactly. Oh, I'm so happy. Yes. Energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you get that too, stand, like at a party, you may not know everyone there. But when you kind of sidle up next to someone, you kind of get a feel like, Absolutely. ew, or wow, I really want to know this person. And I, and I don't think people realize that that's what it is, that it's just the energy they're picking up or, or a sense of intuition too. And I, I loved what you said about your massage because you mentioned that part of that is um, your intuition at work as well. Yeah. Do you think all massage therapists operate with intuition while they're massaging? I don't. I, you know, I think every single person has intuition. Agreed. But I don't think that most people pay attention to it because it's like a quiet, quiet whisper or a thought in your mind. And there are some massage therapists who definitely are connected to that quiet 
subtlety of movement or feelings or knowings or a voice inside of their head that leads them in a certain direction. But there are also many who are very um, earth-based and you know they want to know this muscle leads to this joint and I learned a technique in school and I'm going to work that technique in the way I was taught. And there's nothing wrong with that as well. It's, it's more physical based. And that is just as necessary as what I or anybody else does. Right, yeah. It, it all depends on what you feel you need. I've, I'm always intrigued when people feel like they're not intuitive because, as you know, intuition is not a gift that only some of us have. It's an ability we're all born with, but it, it is like that muscle at the gym. It, as you practice it, it just becomes stronger. And I'll say to someone who'll say like, oh, I'm not intuitive. And I'll say, when your phone rings, do you sometimes know who it is before you look at the caller ID? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, that's it. That's yeah. it. But mine is stronger be because I practice it. Same with you, Lainey. So. I would love if this whole earth would just develop that intuitive skill. And um, I don't know where I'm leading with that, but I just wish everyone could develop that skill. I just think it would be a happier place if we could just feel the energy of each person and feel so, um, uh, what's the word I want to use? Like not in love with people, which would be really nice, but just that sense of we, there's a unity, a oneness that we're all connected, that we all come from the same you know, God of your choosing, like we all come from that spark. Yeah. And that's why energy, you can feel energy because we're all connected. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, much more open truth to it too, because we wouldn't be able to hide behind the facade. Oh, so true, Lainey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about your hypnosis business. Yeah. So I went to you for a session, which was, really helpful. And mine, my focus was to not eliminate sugar from my diet, because that would make me unhappy, but just to not be obsessing about sugar as often as I do, or, you know, sweet treats or whatever you want to call them. Now you, but you can do hypnosis for anything for maybe someone who's not sleeping well, or someone who has an addiction or I don't know, um, anything, right? Yeah. doesn't matter. Absolutely. Whatever goal you set into your mind, uh, there can, we can make up a script for that particular thing. Um, I've been trained in Drain That Pain, which, was, um, which began with Joanna Cameron, and that is all about releasing chronic pain, and, chronic emotional pain, chronic physical pain. Um, so that is a, a large request. You know, a lot of people are in pain. Right. Um, also regression. So we go back to a time when, you know, an issue in your life may have began and we untangle it from that point. And a lot of times people don't know when things began. It could be, I have this sense of loss and I've had it for years and I can't pinpoint where it came from. And you may have an idea of when it started. It may have been like the loss of a parent or the loss of a relationship. But then as we go deeper into the regression, we find out that it was something that happened even much earlier. And, and then you untangle it so that it no longer affects 
your present day and your future. So there's a variety of reasons that people come to you. How long is a typical session? So the first session is usually about two hours uh, because it's a very in-depth questioning process because I really want to get to exactly what you as a client would want and, and without my own intention involved. So uh, there's a very intensive questioning process. Um, and then there's, and then I will figure out a script. I may take one that I already have and blend it to make it specific to you, or I may just come up with one on my own uh, in the moment. And then um, we go forward from there. So you can sit or you can lie down and we go on a journey, you know, a, a beautiful, relaxing journey. And I haven't had anyone who's come out of that without feeling much more relaxed and feeling better. And one thing I want to say about that, Lainey, is that you're, when I was on your table, I wasn't out completely. Like I, I was completely aware of everything that was going on around me. I didn't feel like I had no control. I was in a deep state of relaxation, but completely aware of my surroundings and what was happening. Because I think some people might be afraid of hypnosis because they think they'll lose control or that they won't know what's happening. But that's not, that's in movies. Yes, exactly. That, mo that scary movie, Get Out where the woman hypnotizes the people and they become her like um, maids and gardeners and things. <laughs> That's a pretty cool trick. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, my children would be keeping their rooms a lot cleaner. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, you, to, you know, you are aware. You may, your mind may drift off and stop paying attention to what I'm saying. But you are able to stop the session in any, at any point. If the fire alarm went off, you'd get up and we'd get out. You, there would be no, if, if you were at your home and I was hypnotizing you over Zoom, like we're talking now, and the, the video cut out, you wouldn't stay in a state of hypnosis. You may just get up and we'd call each other back or you might fall asleep and then when you woke up, you'd be fine. Right. So it, yeah, it really is just about um, how willing you are to be open to the possibilities of change. Right. Yeah. And that's key. How willing is someone, yeah, willing to do that? Yeah. Yeah. And does, it, does hypnosis usually require a follow up appointment after the initial? And so that is uh, very variable. It depends on the the person, what they're what they're coming for. Um, some people one session and they never need it again. I had uh, someone come for severe shoulder pain, and in one session they said that they felt better, and I haven't heard from them since. Uh, other than like a few weeks after that, I just connected to say, "Hey, how are you doing?" Oh my gosh. I still have no pain. It's, it's like a miracle. I'm not saying I do miracles. <laughs> right, I understand. It happened to work out that way for that particular client, which I was really excited and, and happy about. Um, and then, you know, there's someone else who has an autoimmune disorder who comes on a more regular basis because it's about managing um, 
the stress level so that the symptoms are reduced significantly. Okay. Right. Yeah. So really is it it's it's unique. Yeah. Yeah. It's very unique. Yeah. And I think for the the one I had with you, I was um, I didn't need a follow up. Now I can I can feel I can use a little tune up, but it lasted a long time where I just did not feel that charge. Usually, if I eat sugar in the morning, then it's a spiral yeah. <laughs> all day long. But it held its its place for a very long time. So I will definitely be reaching out to you again. Thank you. I look forward to it. <laughs> so as you know, this podcast is called Getting Unstuck. So I love to hear stories of how people were stuck and got themselves unstuck. So can you think of a time in your life where you were stuck and then managed to lift yourself up and out of that? So there have been many. Okay. (laughs) Like many of us. (laughs) Right. Um, I would say probably the biggest life pattern that I had for a long time throughout my younger uh, years was that I was drawn to unhealthy relationships. Um, I typically went for someone who was going to be emotionally unavailable. And this was my first really big aha, change yourself, get unstuck time in my life. Because it was a pretty, like from the time I first began dating in, you know, maybe freshman year of high school, throughout my 20s, I continually thought that those people who were going to mistreat me were drawn to me, right? Okay. What I realized getting unstuck for myself was that it was about me. I was the one who was drawn to them. And so recognizing that pattern in my life and becoming curious about it and looking at it, not in a judgmental way, but in a, oh my gosh, it's me. I am the one. I can walk into a party and look around the room and go, oh, that guy right there, I'm attracted to him. And inevitably, it would be someone who would be in that, he may look different, he may have a different personality, but that dynamic of the relationship would be the same. And so once I recognized my own connection to that pattern, I was able to change it and get unstuck and then began me literally like seeing people and going, I'm attracted to that. I'm going the opposite direction. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, eventually like people say, oh, you can't help who you fall in love with. I disagree because I literally changed the type of person that I started to become attracted to and fall in love with. You know what I love about that story? Well, one, I love that you unstuck yourself. Two is that we often think that life is happening to us and not through us. And you had the awareness to go within and ask yourself the question, like, why am I always attracted to this type of individual when I know how it's going to play out. And partly you, you probably continue dating those kind of men because you knew what was expected in that kind of relationship. So it was safe for you, but I love the self. What's that? It felt comfortable because I was used to it. Exactly. Right. 
And I love the self-inquiry you had as to why am I doing this? And I think that's the start to any healing in someone's life is to begin asking the why questions. Mm -hmm. Why am I doing this? Why am I attracting this type of man or woman to, to myself? So I love that you have broken free from that pattern. I think we all have pattern, patterns, though, that we do. And we have to figure out now during this quarantine, it's a great time to figure out which patterns serve us and which ones don't. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And let go of the things that are no longer serving us or relationships that are no longer serving us. Yeah. And that's very similar. That's what hypnosis and energy work and massage do is that we have developed these patterns and it's like ruts on a dirt path, right? And so over and over and over again, we've gone down the same path, gone over the same roots and the same rocks in our path, and we continually follow in that groove. And what, what energy work and hypnosis um, and even tarot will do is they show you that you're in that rut and they allow you to step out of it and create a new path. And it usually isn't one that's been, you know, never forged before. Usually there are others who can show you the way. And so that is the, the beauty of life, right? Is that you don't always have to reinvent the circle. You can look around and say, who can teach me? What example can I look at? And it may not be exactly what you want, but you can create a new path and, and a new rut that may not have any roots or puddles or rocks that are as deep or as sharp in it as the, as the path. Right. And sometimes we don't even need to know why we have that pattern. We just need to know we need to get out of that pattern and need to help, like you're saying, find someone who will help us forge a new path for ourselves, a path that would serve us in love and appreciation and kindness towards ourselves, instead of going back to the old ways. Like I know I have various patterns. One of mine is when it's been a rough day, Ben and Jerry will solve that problem because Ben and Jerry never fail to fail. Right. Right. So that is like one of the patterns that I really had to get out of was like, I don't need to seek something sweet in my life because maybe I'm looking for sweetness in life, but it doesn't have to be through ice cream, right? It could be through meditation. It could be through a walk. I mean, there are just, I mean, I think we should just do a whole podcast on that, on how to find our way out of those ruts in life into a new joyful experience. So Lainey, we're going to wrap it up now. And I want to say thank you, my friend, so much for being on the show today and sharing your expertise. And I just want to tell everybody in the world that Lainey is the most loving, kind person I have ever, ever met. 